Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Podcast. Season 13, episode 16, and the hits keep on rolling in. And guess what? What? Tonight, we're not only on time, right? We said we'd start at quarter past five on a Monday, and we started on the dot of quarter past five on the Monday, right? Right. We're starting early, which means the podcast goes up early. Yeah? What happened last week with the podcast? Last week, we went on for three and a half hours. But I only got a message on Twitter yesterday or whatever that it had been posted. Ah, oh, yeah, well, that's just because I was a bit late posting on Twitter. But if, if you have your notification on all your popular platforms, you would have got from Spotify oh, so it did get and posted. YouTube. It did get posted. The first one got posted on the night while it was still t- when we were recording the two-hour second one that you missed out, John. I don't know cracker oh. that was. But I'm sure you've heard all three and a half hours. Yeah, no, I'll go back to it now. Now I know it's been posted. Um... Funny enough, according to Dodsey, I was speaking to Dodsey, and we're, we're, we're introduced you, you guys in a minute. Uh, he listens to it on 1.75, and he says, and voices now don't, when we talk to him in person, our voices don't sound normal. Because apparently, if you listen to the podcast in 1.75, we com- sound completely different. So there you go, John. Listen at 1.75. It's why does, two hours at 1.75. Why is Dodsey in such a rush? I know, he's, he's retired. Has he got something else to do? Well, maybe he has, but we won't talk about People to see. Penny might be listening. Anyway, um, welcome. <laughs> uh, John, where are you? What are you doing? At home, doing a podcast with views. Ken and Tamlin, where are you? What are you doing? Sitting at the table, coughing regularly. Cool. Oh. Uh, Nigel yeah. was on holiday. We don't know where. We from don't us. Know wh- from what? Um, from us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it could be. Uh, George... Well, what can we say about your son? I'm sure he said last season, right? This season, I'm really going to make an effort to turn up to my own podcast, didn't he, John? Yeah. He Does did. he lie a lot, John? Or no, he's just. <laughs> he he, he's, he's been in Portugal. What, what, he's up. To, he's out tonight. I don't know right? where he is tonight. I don't know what he's, he's doing. He, he said he was out. I don't know where he's out. I don't know. He's, he's some, 
He's, he's, a high, he's an high flyer. He's he is, flown the nest. He's a high flyer and he's getting higher. And he's is getting he? more. Yeah. That's probably why I can't do the podcast. It's getting he's, too he's, high. He's outgrown us. I think he's outgrown us. Yeah. Anyway. Possibly. Any, anywho. Uh, guess what? No no questions tonight. So no three and a half hour marathon. Don't no. worry, John. No. Stand by might, your heads. Maybe we do another podcast later on in the week. Still a lot of football to be played. You yeah, never yeah. know. You we're never not, know. We're not promising anything. No. You and me, Len, yeah? Yeah. And, and John, if he's available. Yeah. What they call a chemistry meeting, that Sean, oh, in the yeah. air trade. Oh, yeah. See how well we get on. See if we take it to a pilot and then to a city. You Any... never know how these things work out. Anyway, we have got two <laughs> games to talk about. Arsenal and Brentford, two ends of the scale. We've got um, David Moyes and Steiden to talk about. We've got Mumbama to talk about. And, of course, we've got a David Moyes poll to talk about. You're joking. Not another one? Oh, for God's sake, I can't honestly, I can't stand this. I I know how you feel, Maureen. But we are going to talk about the David Moyes poll. Uh, I'm just looking for an excuse to use that jingle. You're just, just, just something wrong with you, honest. <laughs> there really is. Some of the things you say and do, I just like. Uh, it's just, oh, you know. just go. You've given up, though, haven't you, John? Oh, I gave up a long time ago, Sean. I know. I know. Anyway, let's go back to um, last Wednesday night. Um, miserable night. Uh, raining. But I'm really glad I made the trip. And and you had a ticket, um, Len. But I'm not. Mm. I can't remember if you used it or not. No, I didn't go. I, I, I can't remember. Oh, I do remember why. <clears throat> Actually, this is sad. But the real reason is that my mum, who's got um, um, Alzheimer's, she was having a good day. Oh yeah, you did so, say that. You said, yeah, oh, so I've had a good I, day, and I don't want to. She's I did, had a good day, and I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil began to Stratford in case it just turns. You uh, know. Um, Not necessarily the West Ham. You'd have had an even better day if you'd have gone. Oh, well, well I still had a good day because West Ham won. I don't have to yeah. be there. So, did you watch it though? Oh, of course. Good. Well, yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. Um, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Can't um, remember why it was so good, but well, because we won three one. Well, yeah, I can't really didn't really turn up, and you know, and, and the atmosphere was great. I don't know if it came over on the TV, but you know, we were really going. Oh, yeah, you in a little that, sing song. You know, singing to Ramsdale. And, of course, having a little bit of banter with Declan Rice. Yeah. You should have gone to a big club. That's gone right. To a big it's all club. coming back to me Declan, now. Declan, Declan, what's the score? Declan, what's the score? There you go. Uh, but he was all right. He was all right. Anyway, he only came in the second half. So let's, let's talk about it. I mean, obviously, didn't Ateta say... Ateta. Didn't he say, <laughs> I don't need my first team to beat West Ham? Or was that... An urban um, myth. I don't know. I don't. I, it, I don't know if he said it. But on, it I don't listen. He did, maybe he didn't say it, but by the team he put out, yeah, shows that he probably thought it. Or saying, but, and they were. We well, still didn't change it half time. He thought you could do it yeah. one nil down and serves him right. No one cares. I'm glad he's having a bad week. Don't like him. I mean, I, no, I, I mean I, that, that statement, we'll get on to the, Well, we won't because it's not an Arsenal podcast, but that statement is just childish. Arsenal and them going, it's like bad sportsmanship, isn't it? Crying mm. over spilt milk. Cool, not much. But anyway, it's not an Arsenal podcast. It no. is a West Ham podcast. Thank no. God. Um, 3 1. Uh, first one was an own goal, if you remember rightly. Off a bowing corner. Yeah. 
Was it Bowen or was it Nice Tigress? corners putting in. It was Bowen, wasn't it? Bowen Coombs. I Bowen. think it was, yeah. Um, and then second one. And the um, Raven topped Ben White. Who yes. Was a funny haircut. He's got Burchett on his head. He's a strange look he's adopted. Burchett on his head. Mohamed Kudos. Good girl. And the man. Bowen. The man Bowen, immense, uh, gets the third oh, goal. Three nil up. Um, and they score on the 96th minute. Um, yeah. By the way, true story, bro. Uh, George Murph, who sits next to us, yeah. had 3-1. He had a 5 on 3-1. So he won about 880 solves. So oh, <laughs> he was, well, we know it's where the shop he, is. He was praying for the uh, that goal <laughs> to go in in the end. And he sort of jumped up. Everyone thought he was an Arsenal fan when the goal went in. True story, bro. Um, cool story too, bro. Yeah, I know. So, let's talk about the game. What do you remember of it? Who, me? Well, yeah, you. No, you. you know me. You said that on purpose. You know what my memory's like. Um, we played really, really well. Yeah. I'm trying to think of why. I can't remember if there's a formation shift or... I don't... Hang on a minute. Antonio was dropped, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Bowen That's why. Yeah. Fabianski in goal. Soufal. Mavropanos, Agur, Emerson, Suchek and Alvarez in the middle, Kudos, uh, Pakatar, Benrama and Bowen up front. Is oh, it was started. cracking, wasn't it? Now, you yeah. see, I'm not a fan of Bowen up front. Well, I am a fan of Bowen up front, but I don't want to see it because, you know, it'd be nice to sort of have him where he is. But, you know, fair play to Moyes, or Ooh. whatever happened, I don't know. To to make a change like that, it worked and we enjoyed it. Sometimes it's the little things, you know, the little changes you need to make. But uh, it seems a long time ago. I know I've got a bad memory. It was only Wednesday. Yeah, I know. But, you know, it seems a long... You know, <clears throat> when football's coming thick and fast, unless the momentum's going with you, you know, things can evaporate into it as well. Especially with the cup when you you beat the mighty Arsenal and then... You're drawn with Liverpool away 10 minutes after or whatever. That's a bit of a kick in the knackers, but no, a good game. No, no VAR. Um, according to Arsenal, Thomas Suchek was holding Ramsdale's shirt. Oh, the balls were in the fucking net. What's wrong the, with them? The VAR at this stage would have ruled it out, according to Arteta. It's not an Arteta podcast. It's not, is it? Nah. Thank the Lord for that. You thought it was all right? I didn't oh, see the cool. replays. Did the yeah, replay show was all right? I don't give a fuck. The, the ball was... It, it doesn't matter. You could have had Phil Parks standing next to him. He still would have gone in the net. Yeah. The ball was thundered in. It was a great header. Near post. Unstoppable. In the net. Yeah. 1-0. Really pleased. Couldn't care less if he... Suchet. It was irrelevant. Suchet was holding the goalkeeper's shirt. It's still, yeah. That was just nonsense. Possession. He was, he was like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he was. He was pulling him about, and it would have got disqualified. I would have um, possession. We only had twenty-eight possession, eight oh, possession. It at didn't home. look like that. Seventy-two <clears throat> for the Gooners. We had just five shots, three on target. They had fourteen shots, three on target. So all three shots went in. Yeah. Well, one of them was an own goal, so I'm not sure the own goal really counts as a. Kudos has had two cracking goals this week, hasn't he? Yeah. Yes. Car, what um, a player. 
12,000 12, apiece. Exciting player. Uh, four corners on our side, six corners on their side. Obviously, they didn't start uh, James Ward-Prowse. Uh, he came on on the, I forget, about 88th minute, wasn't it? Or something quite late. Um, but yeah, no, let's go to John. John. Hello. We tried to persuade you to come out. You, I think you would have really enjoyed that game. I think I, I would have. I, well, I did enjoy that game, Sean. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was a good game. It was good to watch. It was... Uh, Poor yeah. Arsenal, good West Ham. Which one? Um, oh, it was a good West Ham. I mean, as far as the uh, the changes to the Arsenal team, there's still plenty there. And Ramsdale you know, looked, did look shit. We were singing two shit for England and then two shit for Arsenal, which the Arsenal fans <laughs> applauded when we said two shit for Arsenal. Harsh. Well, did I? It wasn't really. It wasn't a fault for the first goal. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the second goal was just when I mean, Kudus, Kudus, or whatever you want to call him, Kudus, he, yeah, he took the took the diagonal ball, didn't he? Controlled it, and basically just swung his leg and it went through the the defender's legs and the keeper passed the keeper, and then Bowen belted in the last one. So, yeah, I mean, well, he did. He did do a, a decent save right at the beginning of the second half, didn't he? Because Boeing got through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, that, that was a, a change as well. So, he, it was a false... A lot of it was false changes, wasn't it, for this game? Because he had to play... He, well, he, he needed, really, to play Pacatar and um, uh, Alvarez because they were was, both on suspensions now. Yeah. So, that made that made our team a better team than it probably would have been. And then Antonio's just so out of form that, you know... We was, he had an injury or something, um, or a slight knock, which is why he was dropped. He wasn't even on the bench, remember? But, like, Pacatar and Alvarez were, were really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a typical good Moyes it, display. Typical Moyes ball, as good as Moyes ball can get, that's how, that's how it is. 20-odd percent possession... Did Looking you like... boo from home? Did you boo Declan Rice? No. Why are you ridiculous? I know, but lots of people did, particularly around my section. And I just no, didn't get it. it. And like... I said to a few people, I said, why are you booing him? And Did they go, join the team oh, down the road. Pantomime booing. It doesn't mean anything. And yeah. I was thinking, no. every time no. he touched the ball, people booed. I applauded him. And, oh, um, just look, you're I did. just as bad as the booers. I went, jolly good show. Come on, you guys. And I you're said, just, uh, you should do nothing because the reason, I understand why you would applaud the guy because of the service he's done, the attitude hmm. he's done. But then again, I understand why people would boo him. And they're two different things. You can, you can boo him and still think the same as right. the people that applauded. All you were saying is, and a lot of people don't understand this, and our American friends don't understand this at all, and they they're the type of one who applaud him. But what you have to understand is, he negotiated a move three or four miles down the road. Yep. And the West Ham fans, they don't like that. And the difference is, it's the Paul Lynch situation without the shirt on. Yeah. It's just exactly the same thing. Pantomime booing, yes. But yeah, he got a boo, and it all worked out all fine. It would nothing he looked, turned. He looked gay, but I should have. And now he did not give I, this shit. He got. He was gay. He's I, a fucking grown boy. Why I clapped? Uh, sorry, why I applauded? And the re, uh, this is yeah. Do we know why you applauded? He, that why, makes sense. Why? Well, because you know, he, you think he's a good servant to the club. We got. No, no, that's not why I applauded. 
Come on, Sean, give us your shitball story about why you applauded. Because he showed us respect. At the end of the game, and I waited right to the end, he went to the four corners, uh, four stands, and applauded. All right. But I don't understand. You they must have applauded before then. Are you saying you did nothing? I, I didn't. I don't think I did it. I didn't join in the booing. I didn't clap when he came on. I filmed it actually because I couldn't clap when I was filming. But doesn't that exactly but, but, explain but his pantomime booing? To say why are people booing every time he touches the ball? But afterwards, when he showed respect by clapping, going around to the four stands, and then he got he, that, he, he got was suggested the, to do that by X. But he um, he, he, he um, uh, then he got the applause back, didn't he? Which it shows you, it's you know, it's like Victor Spinetti. I know he's dead now, probably. Victor Spinetti played the plays the badly every pantomime. At the end of the show, when he takes his bow, he gets the applause and not the booze. It's the same thing. If you want to make things things the drama, that's what happens. Do you know, the, the the only thing that slightly annoys me is, and I don't know which social media it is, but he posted himself either Twitter, Instagram. I think it's Instagram. He wrote a picture. He puts the picture of him in an Arsenal sheet going, my team forever. Didn't take him long, did it? No, look, we know what he's like. He's already turned his back and off. Who cares about that, Sean, honestly? No, I suppose I should. Well, you look, see, look, the look. problem is, Sean, it, it was so much of this booing stroke applauded thing was made, so bigged up before the game because people just need something to talk about. Yeah. It's all fucking shit. Who cares? Anyway, yeah. I had a... I had a good time, and, and I f- hopefully, John, you had a good time. It was a good, old-fashioned London Cup derby. Well, it was, we it, came away, we sung, the atmosphere was great, and we came out, came, left the night feeling like a million dollars. It was the archetypical Moyes ball at its finest, where you don't have any possession, you score when you, when you yeah. counter-attack, and you don't look like you're overly troubled when you're being pressed, and yeah. that's, that's. But it, you know, I never like. felt nervous, and it, I really had a good time. Yeah, good for you. Mate. Good, good. We all did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, back to the rice thing. What you also got to remember is that he was negotiating and sitting down with exactly. Arteta oh, I know that. Six months before he moved or whatever, yeah. while we were in the middle of a relegation battle. So yeah, I know that. people I know, know that. this that's stuff. That's why. People know this stuff. It's like all this media yeah. go, oh, why would they boo him? Why, you know, well, that's that's kind of, you know, if, you, if you're inclined to feel that way and want to boo and do it, that's a good enough reason in my book. Yeah. If you want to boo, I suppose you can boo. I, I just of course you can. Disrespectful. Anyway, anywho. So it's disrespectful to sit down with Arteta when we're in a relegation really yeah. battle. That's disrespectful. Did, did you hear... Um, that he went, Soufal said he went to the dressing room and greeted all the players. Have you got a problem with that? Some people had a problem with that. No. Before the no, match. That's all right. And he went up to Bowen and gave him a cuddle afterwards. You got a problem with that? No. It's okay. after the game, isn't it? Friends, isn't it? I would Fair imagine that most of them are, are his friends. Yeah. No problem with that. Anywho. Uh, then it he, will... didn't give, he didn't give Moyes a cuddle, though, did he? No, he didn't. Like, like what... what um... Um, Paquetta did with it, um, true it all came down to a crashing end after the draw which said it would be straight after the Man United game and ended up being like an hour after the United game I kept on saying on the what's, what's that group it'll be in a minute it'll be in a minute it'll be in a minute and it was like an hour later and I was nearly home by the time it was um, well the amount, amount of people who actually put on Twitter and said like 
let's just get this over and done with. Let's just announce it's Liverpool before. Yeah, I just, know. You know. <laughs> and there you go. We got Liverpool. Yeah. We could have got Maidstone and Port Vale or whoever else was in it, but we got Liverpool away in Anfield. Great. Yeah, it was. Got to beat them all though, John. Well, yeah, you have, but you know, there's easier people to beat. Yeah, yeah it'd be win nice the quarterfinals. Yeah. Cup run. yeah. Oh well. Anyway, yeah, we've uh, won, what was that? We won two games. Yeah, it's good cup run. But of course, we were, our heads were held high, our tails were up. We were really going well. You know, we could walk into um, Brentford and and turn the turn our slump around. Never remember the six game six game rule. This this is you know this is Moisaya territory. Um, and we went on to Brentford Community Stadium. I know none of us were there. Um, who wants to start with with that one? Did you both watch it, first of all? Yes, I did. All right, we'll start with yeah. you, John, this time. Okay. Uh, were, you, were you apprehensive? Were you full of the joys of spring when you were entering this game? I wasn't full of... I wasn't apprehensive or for the choice of spring, no. No, you were just uh, your normal miserable self, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, our history against Brentford is bloody awful, so I, I wasn't really expecting to win. And we haven't but, got Pakatar, we haven't got... Yeah, Alvarez, we, when, when I saw the lineup as well, when I saw our central pairing of uh, Suchek and Ward-Prowse in midfield, yeah, Ward I just Prowse, sort of Suchek, thought... Yeah, Ward-Prowse, Suchek, the other side, Ben Rowan the other side, that ain't gonna and Tony up scare front. anyone. Four four um, two, Emerson Agur. Yeah, it was four four two. Yeah, he yeah. played four four two, and it changed it. I mean, and it did make it for. I would imagine as a neutral, it was a very entertaining game. Hmm. I mean, we we started off as the, as the Norman. They were like ten minutes or so. Well, they scored lot, on the eleven minutes. Of course, yeah, got, got possession, and we were barely doing anything, and well, they were thought, all over here us. Here we go. Here we go. We eleven minutes a, in, one nil down. Yeah, then we had a like a little. 20 minute spell not far after their goal where we we got our goal which was an incredible goal oh what a goal kudos and then, then we had the, 19 the, minutes just 8 yeah. minutes later just, oh, it's just, and it's 7 just, minutes after that Bowen again you just like not you, forget Antonio's got, assist by the way it was an Antonio assist and Antonio yeah. isn't Antonio shouldn't be playing in, as a, an attacker and he shouldn't be playing as our own striker but apart from that, yeah, it was a good delivery, a great finish, top world class. And, you know, we've got to enjoy him while we've got him because he's another one like Pakatar that, you know, they'll be gone. So, two one up goal. at half time. Yeah, a little bit in, of confidence then, haven't we? We had a little we had, but we, No, because we had a good 20 odd minute spell where we got the goals. And then the last five or 10 minutes of the first half, they started to come back into it. Hmm. And then the second half, we might as well just give them in the ball. And it was terrible. And, you know, we we kept... I mean, I know I've said this before, but we were playing 4 4 2, but we we could have played, I don't know, we could have played four up front and sort of six at the back or whatever, because we didn't use the midfield in the first half. It was just long ball all the time. Yeah. And it was, you know, tactically. I mean, what's his name? Brian Imbremo in, in or whatever his name was. Yeah. He was just absolutely tearing it down on the wing all time and time again. Absolutely ruining him. And, 
you know, I was, I was on the group and I was crying out. I mean, you've got to change it. You've got to change your tactics to protect that side. He was ruining him. And so it was just frustrating, to be honest, because you kind of knew that we weren't going to retain that lead, having got the lead. It just sort of felt like, you know, it was going to come any minute they were going to score. And for them to score how they did with the, basically, was it Mupay, Malpay or whatever his name Malpay, was? Malpay, yeah. Hasn't scored in how many hundreds of games, gets his goal. Yeah, of course he does. Brentford haven't scored from a corner for how many games? They score from a corner. Yeah. And, you know, our defending, what's happened to our defence? Yeah. Why can't we defend? Yeah. Well, I've got a theory. I mean, what damaged us was the, the crosses and we had no um, Zuma there to clear them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the defenders we had have other specialities. Although Zuma seems a bit broken and we need to just kind of look past this. What's happened to Zuma? What is it? Him. Well, he's just fat, really, isn't he? I don't, where I was he, Sean? He was injured. Right. He is injured. Yeah, yeah permanently injured. I yeah. can't see him not being injured again. Mm. Mm. Sorry to butt in there. No, it's fine. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, well, I say I agree. I um, I enjoyed the drama of the four-four-two. Yeah. I mean, I know it left holes, but as the Spelunker says, holes for climbing out of rather than falling into, and. It was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was the fun. Well, it was. I didn't because we're doing a slightly earlier podcast. I didn't get a chance to watch it again, so I can't say what happened in the second half. But I must say, during the first half and early moments of the second half, because of the formation we were playing and the personnel on the pitch, I was enjoying the fact that if we when we went to to two two, I thought we had it in us. To, to win 3-2 as it happens I just think the lack of um, tactics from Moyes you know the changes from Moyes compared to the Brentford manager uh, whose whose team Brentford didn't make any mistakes actually and we did uh, in the end that's that was enough to beat us and that's what happens and that's kind of what's getting ignored and this is one of the reasons why people are saying, you know, we want to see the back of Moyes because we don't see enough change. But do you, do you blame Mavropanos for the own goal ten minutes after fifty-five minutes? Well, it's down to him. He got the own goal, but it wasn't done on purpose, and he was trying to clear the ball. So, he, and, and the yeah. mo- for me, uh, the momentum seemed to change after that. They came out with more purpose, uh, and about forty minutes later, obviously Collins. I mean, the got, second half, the winner, they, they just... And we didn't have just, any answer, really, did we? What was, what was the possession? Well, funny you should... I'm really glad you asked me that, John. There you go. Because um, I'm not at all ready. It's... Um, Brentford had 59% of the possession at home. So we had 41. They had 16 shots, four on target. We had 12 shots, two on target. Um, so they both went in. Uh, they had four corners to our three. We fouled 14 times to their 12. Dirty mm. West Ham. And, you know, they had a good game and we had mistakes in us. I think I that's mean, what that is down to. But... Our corners as well. You know, we used... where's the threat from our corners gone? Who is it who said, uh, and I forget who it is, it's down to the players, not the manager? 
Me, really? One of the players said that. It was either Bowen or... Oh, Bowen said said that. Yeah. I I don't know if he... I'm not saying put it that way, but I'd certainly say... I mean, it's the players making mistakes. I think if you'd set them up the same way... Let's be honest. What the fuck was Antonio doing? We could have gone 3-1 up. And now I find out he's got... I've got got a little analogy here, right? It doesn't sit well with Moyes and Antonio. So Antonio said on the podcast, right, he's got a bet on... Yeah, I know. ...with the guy getting goals. And there you got that. Now, reverse reverse the the clock back 40-odd years, when McAvaney and Cotty had a bet on who was going to score the best goal, and we won beating Watford... John Lyle fined them each a week's wages. They didn't get paid because they put the bet on. Yeah. Now, we're led to believe that Moyes is a disciplinarian. Yeah. And I've said this before. Where's this gone? Because what I, I just don't understand why he lets Antonio do a podcast and it's spilling onto the pitch. I don't see he is a disciplinarian. I, I just see... And I know we're going to move on to Moyes. It might be a good segment, um, um, Link. But... A lot of these things I admire about Moyes, they're disappearing over time. And that time is wearing down that it looks and sounds like he's not going to have the contract renewed. So I'm disappointed in Moyes' lack of discipline with Antonio. Um, And I hope to see less of the pair of them, actually, Hmm. is my honest assessment. That was was a terrible, terrible miss, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that, that it's cra- crackers, absolute crackers. Uh-huh. Oh well, what can you do? Any anything else on that game before we move on to the five big stories of the week? No, no, I just like yeah, just reiterate the fact that I was disappointed that I mean Emerson was on an early yellow card, wasn't he? And he just couldn't cope. Mm. He couldn't, and there was just no cover, and just. You know, it's, it's at times like that, I would bring on, I would bring on Creswell and play him up in front of him, because when you have got a player like that attacking you, and destroying you, it's it's just, oh, it's just, yeah, I find that very frustrating. Watching the boys. Oh, yeah, I've got a confession to make. I missed a lot of the second half. I had a little Saturday afternoon snooze. You know when you get to that age where a nice little afternoon snooze sort of goes down a treat, John. You must know that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You've never had a little snooze on the sofa? I don't sit down on it, on it during a sort of Saturday afternoon as a snooze. <laughs> little snooze? Why no, not? I don't. What were you doing the night before? Uh, I think I was up late. I mean, not late, late, but like one o'clock in the morning. Um, so yeah, I had a little little uh, old man snooze. Oh. So oh. I, I missed I missed their goals going in. Did you sort of fall asleep watching the game? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> What's that doing, you, John? Yeah, yeah Moise ball. There you go. There anyway, you go. good, good, good segment. Um, obviously, the big five stories. We're going to talk about Steiner and Moise, Mombama, Tony Carr, a pole. And Moyes may be moved upstairs. So let's start with Steiner and Moyes. You know, I, I you're probably aware, because I know you two are, I, I did a little segment with Gonzo on Hammers Chat um, after something. Well, after I, I did a tweet and he asked me on and said, can you can you come and talk about this? So I did, and you can watch it. Um, but you seem, you seem surprised that your tweets caused... <laughs> Shit, you know, yeah, I know. No, 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 I know. I, I'm, I, 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 it was just, I just a throwaway comment. It was, it was a just like game rule. I'm surprised that you know. So I was like headline: Sean sends out shit stirring treats and fight. Well, and finds it unusual. The old six game was a David Gold shit stirring. Not saying it wasn't used by David Sullivan at times, but you know, stats are stats, right? I'm not sure it's ever been followed. But the more I hear about, it, and I said this to Gonzo. There's something strange going on. Because usually, people at West Ham big up themselves, right? David Sullivan bigs up himself. Karen Brady bigs up herself. Not much. David Moyes bigs up himself. Brady out. Right? Uh, Mark Noble bigs up himself. It's it's quite a selfish, egotistical... They're all self-centred wankers. I'll tell you this, Sean. Right. So it's very rare... When someone else bigs up someone else at West Ham. Well, that's what's happening with Tim Stiden. So, people in the club are bigging up Tim Stiden. They're even giving him credit when maybe the credit wasn't all his. You know, he's been credited 100% for Kudos. Right. For Alvarez. For Mavropanos. For signing the new Boeing deal. All I'll say is it's very, very unlike the people at the top. There must be a reason. That said, um, I, I do think he's installing himself as a football number two. And like I said to Gonzo, I don't think we've had one. You know, we've ne- the de facto director of football, even though we couldn't have a director of football under most managers' contracts, has been David Sullivan. Karen Brady's only ever run the... Um, sorry, that's my ring door. You've got your Amazon coming. Um, it is an Amazon, actually. Yeah. Um, it's, um, you know, Brady's only ever run the business part of the business, right? So we've never really had this this proper um, person in charge. And now we have someone they can trust. But here we go. And, and this is what I, I wrote. There's a battle going on behind it. I got led to believe when the stories came out that these two weren't getting on, 
I've rubbished it because that's what the club told me. Now I'm not so... Now I'm hearing, well, maybe there was a little fire to the smoke and and maybe that Steiner nearly did walk when he joined and there was disagreements over the summer and he didn't want some of the players that now have been proved to be really well. But I don't think... And I'm, some of this is speculation, but some of this is based on what I've been told. I don't think... Moyes is going to lose his job over results. Mm-hmm. I think Moyes is going to lose his job over his failure to work with Steiden in the transfer yeah. market. It's off the field. It's off the field. We know we what we're going to get on earlier, the field. Didn't we? Yeah, we did. Then. We um, know we don't like it. And, and the, the, the big crunch time. You know, the, 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 the biggest... I, I, he's, he's not going to get a renewal of a contract this season, right? If he gets a renewal, it'll be at the end of the season after the review. And I think that's unlikely. I, I, think, I don't gone. think he's going to go unless he's, he is obstructive to getting a striker or an extra player in January. And the key for me yeah. is that key period between Christmas and New Year when they set Pellegrini and he came in. That's the key bit. Because by then, the targets will be identified. Steiden would have gone to the board and to Moyes and go, these are people. If he's if he is obstructive and starts pushing back, that will be his downfall. And I've speculated there will only be one winner, right? Mm. If it comes down to who you're going to back, Steiden or Moyes, I think the ball's back Steiden. Mm. I was having a conversation with a certain ex-manager. Oh, yeah, and I know the one. ex-player of the year Oof. this weekend. Try it. it wasn't my giving, conversation. You're giving a bit too much away there, Len. Well, you know. <laughs> Um, and they seem to think that the the the, the situation Moise is is very unhealthy for the club and the staff, and you know their attitude is, well, you can't let people not know who their bosses are mm. in the very in the not too distant future, and really you've got to play the game of. Um, Everyone's fine. Keep extending the contract until the time where you don't want to and pay them off. You can't do it like you do with employment. Yeah. You know, getting the contractor in. You uh, need to do things the same as everyone else does them. And what this does is this this causes this causes um, uncertainty. And you can't get the right players knowing that the manager can't be there. But word is out, you know, he's being picked up, Steiden is. We know he's going to create a list of possible managers. We know we've got a, a manager in waiting that could take over short-term, um, I forget his name, the Ajax manager who's now on the coaching stuff. What's his name? I forget his name. Anyone? Anyone? Um, you, know, you know who I mean, don't you? The Heitinger. Yes, yes, that's who I mean. Um. So but the, the the backdrops the, the backstops there if you want the backstops there, yeah. but you know senior sources going we are on our contracts we're well, not no, sacked this is what they're like they're, no they're, one they're available they're on the doing the, the over, yeah. Yeah. no one's available at the moment which I'm not sure is true yeah. we're not sackers we honour our contracts so you know nothing has changed from that point no beyond, that's the problem beyond Steiden nothing's changed beyond Steiden I still think Steiden's going to come up with a list. There will be this contingency plan, and at some point, enough will be enough. And I think it might happen over Christmas. If it doesn't happen over Christmas, it's going to be in the summer. 
Well, look, if he doesn't, if if Steiden is is everything that everyone sort of hopes he is and starting to show that he is, he will know that what you've been saying, Len, about being unhealthy to run the contracts down, destabilising a football club and all this sort of stuff, he will know that. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he'll better get in there and... Well, I mean, the, the other bit... The, somewhere, did you somehow. read the Daily Mail story? I think I sent it to you, which makes no sense at all, although some people interpret it in different ways. Daily Mail said that in the summer... Um, David Moyes may retire from being a manager and go upstairs. Now, it, it, sort, it sort of led that he would take a position within West Ham, but a lot of people on Twitter have gone, oh no, the story's just badly written. They're saying he'll take a senior role within UEFA, which, I don't know, may be true. But what I said was, you know, we've got a, we've got a technical director in Tim Stiden. We've got um, the director of putting out the cone, sorry, sorry, sports director in, in Mark Noble, who, who mainly looks at the academy. What what role are we going to give uh, David Moyes to make a third sort of de facto director of football? That all committees work well in that arena, don't they? They just don't see it happening. Well, do you think do you think Sullivan has got enough a sort of respect and likeness liking for Moyes, given the fact that you know Moyes Moyes has used the largest amount of money that our club's ever spent and you know wasted I think quite he's a grateful but he's frustrated. I think he's grateful but frustrated in in the current results and you know we've gone from hot to cold you know we'll talk about the poll in a minute but I, I ran a poll whether we should renew a contract with Moyes after we beat Chelsea and we got 10 points from our first few games and it was like 70% renew now and now it's the opposite we're, we're flip-flops you know we go from a few bad does that, results. Does that surprise you no it doesn't surprise me okay, at all then, well, and, and i'm sure football's it was a like pointless that. exercise then well maybe anyway let's move on to <laughs> mombama um because obviously we spoke about this last week but now we know you know it's all about the money uh he wants first team wages um they want to send him out to a championship club on a loan, but won't do to his son's new contract. I speculated that part of why he's not being played is isn't we won't sign a new contract. Other people have said no, that's rubbish because he played in Gakia. Um but you know, we are seeing now a pattern, Sonny Perkins, Harrison Ashby, uh Jamal Baptiste, um and I, I, I well, named some, them in an article. Some of the lads, lads are kind of Sunderland. I've seen yeah, some yeah, no, right no, no, they, they've been highly rated. And yeah, no, the 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 Athletic ran a quite a big article of all the people who have left. Some you've not even heard of. So you know, it would be disappointing if Mumbama goes. But I, you know, there's part of me that says if we're to believe this, you know, we don't want to be in an Oxford situation where we pay forty grand a week, and then. You know, he gets big time Charlie. You know, I do think that the deal that we offered Declan Rice about 35 grand a week with 25 grand appearance money and 10 grand on the bench and five grand pay rise every 15 games is what we should do with our young people. Um, mm. I think agents turn people's heads and go, we want 25, 30, 40 grand a week for someone who hasn't made the first team yet. And I know we haven't, he hasn't given his chance, but he played six games, I think four of them Premier League last, and he played like 300 minutes last season, Mumbama. 
and he's played two games, 25 minutes this season. We don't know if he's the real deal, but be honest, John. I'm going to ask you and then ask Len. Would you pay him first-team wages? Give him what he wants. Would I? Yeah. Um, I would negotiate very hard to get some kind of clauses in there, appearances and yeah. all this sort of stuff. I would, I would try and sort of engineer a deal that he's on a, like a decent wage if he plays and and if he scores. You well, know? I think that's what what West Ham prefer as well. But agents don't want that anymore. They want guaranteed basics for their young players. And and the problem is if West Ham don't give it, there's plenty of you know clubs like Newcastle that will. But then, see, the That's thing That's what is, happened with Har- Harrison Ashby, you know? He was paid big money, first-team wages, straight away, that West Ham weren't prepared to pay. But then, see, the the issue, really, is the fact that you don't want to give him the big money because you don't know whether he's going to succeed or whether he yeah. can do it at this level. Yeah. But then, but then you've, had, you've had this whole period up to now where we've got two very out-of-form strikers mm. and they don't play him. Yeah. Mm. So well, if he was if he was getting games now and he was playing week in week out for I don't know give him a five game run, and then you'd be able to probably judge what you think is coming well, off coming f- from him. Funny you should forward. say that, John, because Danny Ings, as you know, came on in this game on the 64th minute, so he came off for an ineffective Miguel Antonio, uh, an ineffective striker coming on for an ineffective striker. So, do you know, I know you said this because I said this too, Ings was on the pitch for 30 minutes. How many touches do you think he made? Hold on, let me look it up. Cause you oh, said yeah, that. I noticed it. So, do you want to just, just spout it out, sure? Yeah. Five touches, no passes, he won no duels, he made no shots, but despite that, he managed to get himself booked with a yellow card. Not the greatest of um, um, appearances, is it? Five touches, no passes, no shots. Shocking. And, and you know, that that's where you think, well, you know, what what, what did you have to lose except put Mumbama on and, and see what you could do for those 30 minutes, you know? You were chasing the game by then. Anywho, um, the next story, which well, not... Uh, Len, do you want to tell this story about Mr. Carr? Uh, no, but... Oh, well, I'll tell the story. Go on. So, um, a number of people uh, told me this, but but there was an event in Romford on on Friday night. Um, uh, Lem was there, but the story didn't come from Lem. Oh, it did come from me. Oh, I was trying to protect you, Lem. Oh, you don't have to do that. (laughs) All right. I thought, Um, I'm Brady out. I mean, if you're going to... It did come from Lem. Uh, But I I did speak to others who who verified it. And um, And it's um, not news, it's just... It's not. What I heard. Tony I, was just, was doing I a, was just happy I remembered something for yeah, once. I was showing off. Tony Khan was doing a, a <laughs> you know, a tribute. Um, and to actually, a testimonial speech that would help him raise money to get uh, season tickets at West Ham. Because he doesn't get anything from the club anymore. Uh, he has to rely on his, his brother-in-law or other West Ham fans to go and see West Ham after 43 years. And basically, the story tells is, you know, after 43 years, he was caught in 2016, he was called in by 
Karen Brady and said, don't sit down. This won't take long. Uh, I'm replacing you. And uh, I don't want to. And, and he said, but Miss Brady, there's a reason for that. She went, I don't want to hear it. Um, you know, talk to HR, you're out. I paraphrase. I've, I've written what Len and others told me. And and, and I, I wrote this on Twitter. Um, and um, it's about 160,000 views. It, it went really viral with and people very upset with Karen Brady. Yeah, we are. As Russ Budden and a number of other people pointed out, and Russ was there as well, this is nothing new. This no. was all in the book. And I publish extracts of the book. And, and, and it's one of those things where, you know, people who are absolutely outraged, well, these outraged people didn't buy the book that um, Tony Carr wrote last year and, and published. And he tells of um, this story how, you know, at one point he was called in and bigged up and said, you know, we want to bring in Terry Wesley's work with Karen Brady and David Sullivan and David Gold. Uh, and we want to promote you to director of football. If I'm director of football, it sounds good, doesn't it? And then they came back and said, oh, we can't call you director of football because Sam Allardyce has a clause in his contract that there can be no director of football. So we're going to make you academy director. Okay. And here's your job description, 10 points that Karen Brady wrote to him. Okay, fine. But he said, uh, and, and look, it's there on my Twitter if you want to read it, that basically he was called in by the CFO, who who then said, well, we've made a decision. Your role's not needed anymore. Uh, you can either have redundancy or you can work as an ambassador one day a week, you know, this is, and he, he, he talks and I won't read the book, um, 10 pounds 11 on Amazon built by for Christmas. Uh, he says how bitter he felt. And, uh, they gave him a pair of season tickets for the first season. Yeah. In 2016, 2017. And since then, nothing, he refuses to ask the club for tickets, you know, out of pride. And here that is ordinary West Ham fans, going, raising money so he can have some season tickets. He apparently went to Prague and he spoke to people, said, you know, he went on his own dime. Um, and everybody said he's a very genuine person. He's a great person. Yeah. Um, and, and are you right? Did, the, the players did it all for free as well that, that were there, the old players. Yeah. While you're filling in all the details, oh, my only concern is, and this is why I let you know of it, yeah. is that he's a great bloke and Cameron Brady treats people badly. And, you know, people should know this. They should know why I say Brady out, Brady out all the time. This is, this is really why. There's, it's got no place anywhere, that, that attitude and that behaviour. The guy's uh, just an incredible producer of talent. Mm. And um, there's... It, it, but he's not alone, is he? Though no, no, he's he not alone. About this Len this morning, how um, it's not him alone. You know, we, no. we, we knew Eddie Bobrington through BSB at West Ham till I die, who, who made friends with Eddie Bobrington. He lives in almost poverty in a flat, doesn't afford, can't go to football games unless people help him or the club want something out mm. of him. Tony Cotty, I hear, doesn't even get tickets. You know, none of the old boys get tickets unless they're doing official duty. As an ambassador, it's just yeah. not done. However, and that's fair enough, right? Because I understand. I've heard Brady say, oh, but, you know, we're I mean, you a business. Got, listen, we can't you've got give to draw a line somewhere. You can't have a... However, there's Go an on. argument against this that we spoke about, Len. What's the argument against this? 
Well, the, the fact is, they make exceptions. Is this what we talked yeah, about? The, yeah, Social influence. Yeah, social influence. I'm making this. Yeah. And um, they give oodles the, the numbers of free tickets up, yeah. to YouTubers and rappers, wrestlers, you name it. Yeah. And think that that social influence is going to make some difference to a business. Yeah. I mean, and we know I don't it doesn't. Know how many extra tickets or season tickets? Or shirts have we sold because the Sidemen are West Ham fans, or that WWE? Well, I think one of them is, isn't it? Yeah, one of them is. Or I don't know, a rapper is seen in the dressing room. Does does that really do anything for the? No, West it does Ham nothing. Fans? No, it no. helps them. Well, I say it helps well, the them. Whole, you know, the whole whole cast of Ted Lasso get free tickets, but our own. West Ham. Flesh I'm, and blood, and, yeah. And maybe we're old, and I'm including you in this as well, John. But <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather see, you know, social media of our ex-players watching games than some social influencers. Maybe well, I'm just... we, I would, because I don't know who these social influencers are. Maybe, social it's because, maybe it's because we don't use words like slay. Um, that we're just not with it anymore. Well, you've never been with it, but yeah. I know. But I, I, I'm from my, no, look, I, from my I do kids, agree. I understand that yeah, when something's good, you say slay. I don't know if right? you use that in context. But... We used to say skill when we were yeah, kids. Slay. And you used to put your hand in, in your belt loop and flick your thumbs up. You just said skill. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, um, you know... Good, good on. Buy your book, but buy the book for um, for uh, yeah. Carl, that's what for, you want to do. You know, don't yeah. go out and yeah. if you want to support yeah, them, yeah, exactly. Buy it. Um, do it. Uh, the, it's everyone. called a lifetime in football. At West Ham United. Ten pound. Yeah, do things directly in paperback from Amazon. Buy it for Christmas. Yeah, a little Christmas treat yourself. Anywho, um, the last story of the day is. A, a David Moyes poll. Who'd have thought it? Not another one? Oh, for God's sake, I can't honestly, I can't stand this. So, a, a David Moyes poll in or out after the next game. Well, in, in my poll, uh, and a few other, I know Hammers Chat did one and so did Clarence Hugh, in my poll that I did for about six hours, 4,209 took part. 32.3% um, said Moyes in. 67.7% said Moyes out. The outs have it. The outs have it. Uh, that result will be shared with the, the, the senior, or was shared with the senior source today. You think it'll make any difference, John? No. No. <laughs> it's all for what? content, isn't it, mate? Did you share it with him when everyone wanted him to get a new contract? Uh, I did, yeah. 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 And he said, too soon. And he's made a point right, saying, mate. I was right, yeah. <laughs> yeah we all knew that. Yeah. This is this is how you achieve success in life. You've got to temper the good times and not get too bad in the bad yeah, just times. Don't make, just be afraid to make a decision and then just hope it just sorts itself out. Well, yeah. I'm not talking about him. That's, that's quite right. That's what he does. Mm. He's Isn't only it? worried when, if we look like we're going down, that's the only time he reacts. Don't worry about this. You've got to see yeah. it out. Hopefully he's a, he behaves himself Christmas, you know the January transfer window. He's here to, he's here to the end of the season, yeah, isn't he? Of course we know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no point we're, we're just, yeah, we're, we're just going to steadily 
spoiler fall, alert, fall down on, the Jordan. table. Spoiler and... alert, spoiler alert. Stop giving away the ending. What ending? Really you got an ending? There's some kind of structure. <laughs> Anywho, um, predictions. Uh, we're all on 53 minutes, which uh, is amazing. Um, but this is going to be a short podcast, just under the hour. Um, predictions. Now, John, you're going. Olympiacos. You and George Olympiacos. are going. I'm really looking forward to uh, Thursday night. Oh, that's uh, nice. We'll be able to drink. You'll be a, I'll buy you a, a pint of ghost ship, John. How's that? Was that in the ground? Yeah. yeah. Or do you want a little bit of ABBA? You and George have a little dancing queen. Yeah, we'll see what the times are. Right, Might have yeah. a bit of ABBA before. Yeah, all right. Looking forward to it? it could be a bit yeah. tasty. Olympiacos. Drink so, yeah, tasty. Tasty, tasty. Very, very tasty. I don't oh, know what that is. What, what's that from, Len? Come on. Tasty, tasty, very, very tasty. Kellogg's Brown Flakes. Ah, Abbott, Mead and Vickers. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, John, prediction. Olympiacos. Uh, we're going to win 2-1. Oh, okay. And uh, and then it's Notts Forest, isn't it? Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. We're going to draw. Do you come all. into that as well? No. Why? I'm out again. Oh, John. Do you do know you've got a season ticket? Don't I know. You, I know I have. But I bought it knowing full well that I've already got lots of things on. What are you doing at the Nottingham Forest game? That's on the 12th. What day? Two I'm o'clock doing, kick off? I'm doing things, Sean. Oh, that would be on I a Sunday. Things. On Sundays. It's, it's just... It's, yeah. If it was Saturday afternoon, three o'clock, I'd be there. Okay. Right, right. Um, what did you say for the Nottingham Forest game? Two all. Two all. Um, uh, Canning Town, Len. Yes. Uh, we see you there Thursday, yeah, because you love the European games under the lights. No. Oh. I'll go. I'll go weekend. No. Good. All right. Well, then give us a score for Olympiacos first. Oh, that's a toughie. By the way, I'm going to do a super six and add it up. John got a correct score uh, on two one. Uh, the other day, so um, or three one, whatever he said. So he's got five points for that. But I'm gonna go back to the beginning of the season. I'm gonna tally up our scores. George ain't gonna do very well if I'm honest with you, John. <laughs> it's gonna probably be at the bottom with his predictions. Well, it's out of me, you and me and you and Len, isn't it? Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, the people turn up, mate. Eh? Um, yeah. I'm gonna Len. go. I think. I've got a funny feeling they're going to be in the mood, you know. Who the other team. Yeah, but that's not to say... Oh, that was the one he got five points for. Two, one away from home. He said they were going to win. That's what you got five points for, John. I know. Yeah. Oh, we started that, have we? Yeah, we have. Um, I'm, not, I'm going... Well, I don't know. I've got to round it up for the next next Monday. I'll have it all ready for you. Because uh, right. I'll, I'll go back the 15 episodes to work it out. Right. I think... I think it's going to be 2-2 two, two, at Desmond. Oh, okay. And um, Forest? I feel like dark times, but I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a typical game that they, look, they looked all right, actually, when I watched them, Forest. But I think that's a typical game we'll win. And I think 2-1 to West Ham. All right. So I, I'm gonna instead of just saying one nil each time, I'm gonna have to try and get. Yeah, now you've no, so got to use a bit of now. So I'm gonna go two nil win for Olympiacos. You're gonna think two nil? What two Olympiacos nil. are gonna win two? No, nil. no, West Ham gonna win 
Olymp- uh, against Jeez. Olympiacos. So West Ham 2, Olympiacos 0. Just to be clear for the tape. Yeah. And Forest, I think we're going to win 1-0. 1-0. Okay, do you think? Yeah. Do you think we're going to better... <laughs> we're going to hold out. We're going to hold like, out. And we've got like the same like defensive record as someone I mean, like I Luton think, or something. I think I read we're going to hold out. We're going to put 11 men behind the ball. We are going to have like 10% possession, but we're we get a penalty and uh, score that. And that will be the only difference. Oh, at home. At home. Yeah. And you ask me, you you're not coming. Going. Yeah, yeah, you're not coming. What's yeah. wrong with you? I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. looking forward to Thursday. Um... So you get in there early then, Sean? Uh, yeah, I have to look at what time my son leaves um, school and where he can meet. He comes to Rains Park, so he can jump on the train with me. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that close to the time. All right. Um, not a, a railway podcast. Anyway, I've been Sean. Nigel, uh, no, <laughs> Len has been, been nothing. Nigel been uh, on holiday. Len has been. Um, uh, what have I been? I don't I've know. been here early. Yeah. Oh, I've you been, haven't been, been coughing as a, much as you thought. No, I, I, I've been muting, but no, look, it's gone. Do you know oh, what? I, I've been in good health. That's what yeah, I've been. Yeah, you have. It's quarter past six. We're going to have this podcast up before we usually start recording. And John has been. I've just been glad to be here. Yeah. Oh, excellent. We're under the hour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like the old days. I know. No. <laughs> Come on, you. <laughs> People will complain. Postman and the lobby drivers. Bobby no questions. More than just a podcast. You're joking. Not another one? Oh, for God's sake, I can't honestly, I can't stand this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 